0: Welcome to Rich Conversations. This is another edition of a segment that we call Rich Answers, where past podcast guests will provide me questions that they either want to know about me or uh, my thoughts in general. And today we have a very special episode. We have questions provided to us by uh, a dear close friend, Felipe Hernandez, who has been on this podcast three times now. Uh this is exciting, and uh, I'm recording this on Saturday night before I'm heading to Justina Wynn's going away party. She's been on the, the podcast twice as well, and also a friend of Felipe and I. So I thought, um, let's, uh, let's celebrate with a margarita, because Felipe and I, we always enjoy, we're classy guys, so we're into mezcal margaritas, and uh, we like going to Garcia's in Lincoln Square in Chicago. I thought it'd be fitting to uh, be drinking this while we record. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Okay, let's get to these questions. Now they are written on a guest check, which at the restaurant uh, we use to keep track of people's orders. It's basically just like scrap paper, (laughs) that's how we use it. and so we have five questions here, five great questions by Felipe. Hard hitting questions. The first one, the first question that Felipe has for me is, why don't you like ranch? <laughs> this is a real thing. I do not like uh, ranch or things. Well, really it's uh, mayo. I have like three fears in life and that's uh, heights, needles, and mayo mayonnaise and so i don't like things that remind me of mayonnaise including ranch um i know this is this is like a really weird thing i know it's i know it's like kind of stupid but i just uh, i just i just can't do it so uh felipe knows and other guys in the kitchen (laughs) that it's me based on like i always write like no ranch or no you know like I just, I just don't, I just don't eat it. And sometimes, like, when guests... I've noticed throughout my living experience that uh, what white people really like ranch. I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know why it is. Um, I'm just stating something that I've observed throughout the years. Um, people like ranch on, like, everything. And... It's kind of uh, odd to me, in a way. And people ask for like extra extra ranch and stuff. Um, I, I digress. I know it's a weird thing. I, uh, I don't, it's not healthy for you either. Like any of those like creamy substances. I don't like the texture. I think it's the texture about it. Um, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I know people love it and. and just, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I just I don't like it and it even if it gets <laughs> this, this is really bad. If it gets on my fingers or something, I just like I'd have to wash my hands right away. I don't know what it is. I just don't like it. I think it's the texture. I think it's And so it's hard. Like I was saying earlier, uh, the point I was trying to make is like I'll go to like family events and stuff and the food everything is all like you can't eat vegetables without without ranch. You can't you can't eat like uh Uh, pasta or all these other types of dishes without like loading it with mayonnaise I just I just I sometimes go hungry then eat things with ranch or mayonnaise so it's just a a hill that I have planted my flag on I'm sure we all have uh, those types of weird things in our lives potentially but that's mine number two What do you think about Rodgers back on the Packers? Yeah, um, I'm drinking out of my Packers glass here. We've discussed this on the record, on the podcast during our episode, Felipe and I's episode, and also um, not on the podcast, but he's a good quarterback, right? But... If if we're being objective about it, the Green Bay Packers have not been to the Super Bowl uh, since 2010. So that's over 10 years. Or Super Bowl since 2011. It's the 2010 season. And um, we have not been back there. So that's a fact. Um, We've blamed it on coaches, on defenses on special teams, all these different things, except the quarterback. And what has been consistent throughout this time is the quarterback. And I think we saw in this last playoffs another early exit. And Rodgers looked like a man who was old and cold. And um, I don't understand the... I think the drama behind all the Roger stuff is manufactured by the media. Um, if you listen to, like, full interviews, he's one of the most, like, thoughtful and insightful um, people and, like, athletes giving to conversations. Like, his post-game interviews are incredible, like, on the field and so reflective and positive and... Um, So I think it was spun, I don't know for what reasons, but so if you minus the drama, which I don't, he didn't dismiss. I think that's the thing where it it kept generating, but he's, this is how I kind of look at it is my dad is like Favre and I'm like Rogers where like, you can't say for certain how things are going to go you know you don't control everything you just have to be in your mo- in the moment and enjoy uh what you have in front of you and um uh he's good i just think uh, it comes down to this i don't think we can play at home anymore during the playoffs because he's just like you know He's an old guy that gets cold and can't perform in the cold weather. So we shouldn't try to get the one seed next year. We should um, let L.A. or Arizona or Tampa, somewhere warm have it, or somewhere indoors so we don't have to play in in Green Bay. Uh, That's kind of my thought on it. I think everything is kind of overblown with the drama and – you know, I'll keep track of these talking head shows and it's just like, and we'll get to this with uh, another question coming up with the Bucks. but it's just like, it's all like rumors and gossip and not play. But if we're looking at the objective results on the playing field, Rodgers has not performed in the playoffs and that's how we measure greatness. Um, he got a Super Bowl early in his career and that's, I think, helped him and his re- reputation until this point. Uh, as a Packer fan, it's, it's kind of annoying, but also fair to hear criticism of um, not making it back to the Super Bowl. Always going to the NFC Championship game and then losing. You know, we dominate the NFC North, but I think that's attributed uh, to the ineptitude of the other teams, particularly Detroit and Chicago. Minnesota's been pretty competitive um, but I mean, it's pathetic that Detroit, I mean, it's like we can, with Rodgers, we can win the division every year and get to the playoffs and, um, another long winded answer, I'm sure for that, but, um, he's a good option to have a quarterback. I would say I was, uh, kind of hoping we would upgrade a little bit, um, at the position since he hasn't been able to get it done in the playoffs, but I guess I guess we'll just run it back I suppose number three do you like bartending at the restaurant so Felipe and I work at Lincoln Station in Lincoln Park Chicago um, I've been bartending there for six years I've been working there for, let's see for eight years plus in college I worked there for like four months Back in 2010, so I've been affiliated with this bar since 2010. So that would be um, you know over 11 years, and it's a long time. It's <laughs> a long time. But Felipe has been there for 20 years, or what do you say, 23 years? And we're 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 there, you know. Um, I like it. I mean, I wouldn't be working there if I didn't like it, right? What's great about Lincoln Station, and this is also a tribute to Felipe. Felipe is really like the heart and soul of Lincoln Station. And would I still be there if Felipe didn't work there? I don't know. Maybe not. Because um, Felipe always brings energy and just like this this life to the space around him. And that's uh, one of the things I appreciate most about him my guy. Uh, yeah, I like it. I, th- I would say I've learned so much, like so, so much. There's so much that goes into bartending that that people on the outside don't understand. This is the service industry, which means you're serving other people. You are you are at like adhering to other people and their their asks and their wants and things like that. But the way I look at it, like making drinks is such a little part of my job. It's really about and, and this is how I've developed this skill is is you're reading people. It's the people industry. And the job is really all about people. And so everybody that comes in, you have to like serve them. So you have to like be open and understand and imagine where they're coming from in life in a way and their personalities. You got to understand their personalities so that you can best adhere to their needs. And so every interaction with the person requires you to um, not be something different, but provide them something um, in a way that is going to work with them. And what do I mean by this? Like somebody could be celebrating and someone could just be coming to the bar because they're lonely or they are down or... They just want company or they want to feel appreciated and welcomed and loved in a way. And this goes to the broader picture of working there for so long, I see the ecosystem of a neighborhood and how it works. And that's been invaluable to the things I talk about on the podcast and like understanding concepts in physics and biology and just like all these different things we're all if you look at just like this one street in lincoln park you know like today uh before work i went and got coffee at the coffee shop next door right and so i'm meeting those people and then um we have a music venue lincoln hall right, like adjacent to us and uh people that are going to the show they come into lincoln station beforehand they go there and then come there afterwards, and then the staff comes over afterwards. Uh, Galit, this uh, like upscale Mediterranean place across the street from us. They come over. You have the Biograph Theater, so people come before shows, and uh, you know we have ghost tours and crime tours. That's a thing in Chicago. Like uh, we are across the street from the Biograph Theater, which is this. Famous theater where this gangster in the 1930s, John Dillinger, was shot and killed. Um, We like to say that his ghost lives in our basement, and uh, it's like a tourist attraction. It's an old theater from like the 1930s. They actually filmed uh, this movie Public Enemies there, so it was Elliot Ness um, chasing John Dillinger during uh, the Prohibition era, and uh, Christian Bale and Johnny Depp were some of those characters, but... There's like a tour, like groups groups of tourists that stop in front of the theater, um, you know, like during the day in the summer, like 11 times during the day, like like that many. And people come in. It's, people are taking photos all the time. Um, and you see just like this ecosystem and we're all playing interdependent roles within it. And I've learned that through the years. And I've just learned how to communicate with people from all different backgrounds, all different ages, all different personalities and cultures. Um, and that's what life life is all about, is like people. The world is made up of people. So the better you are at uh, communicating with people and understanding, like, on a very uh, quick level, understanding where people are coming from and what they want and, like... Um, It's a good skill to have. And so it's cool to see... So so Felipe asked if I like bartending at the restaurant. I do because I know that every little thing I do makes an impact on someone's experience between the music I play to how I have the bar organized and the glassware and... um, like how I greet people, how do I how I interact with people? That like everything, every small thing adds to this overall experience that someone has, and you know in the service industry we want to have, we want people to have the best experience possible, um, and I like that on, I like that I have that kind of influence and impact, um, in my local you know, like in the bar, and then also our interactions in the community. I love, I just, I just love, I love that. Um, I will say, physically, <laughs> I mean, it's physically, it's taking a little bit of a toll. Like, I can't do the things that I used to do in my, in my like, 20s. I, I don't have the energy. I, like, get, I just get worn down more and it's harder to do certain things. But because I've done it for so long, my mind can see things happen before they happen. And I just know, I've seen everything. I've seen every experience. I know like you just kind of, it's so even keel and just so like unbothered by anything. Because they're, they're like... And that's why like new people don't understand. They're like talk like I can't believe this person blah blah blah. And it's like, yo, this is the service industry. <laughs> what do you expect? Like, you know, uh, oh, I've learned so much, and and that's that's where I think I'm at right now is like how much more can I learn? And um, I've learned so much, and, and also. It's a small it's it's a small business owner and the owner Ben is phenomenal and that's one of the reasons during COVID like our goal was to keep the bar going because our bar has been around since 1998 and that's like no joke in the restaurant industry you have to be really good at what you do to be around that long there's so much competition so to provide something for patrons and a community you're part of this like legacy, you know, and that was kind of like during COVID, our number one, the staff are like, we love this place so much. It's provided so much for us. A lot of creatives live here or work here, It provides so much flexibility. I just went to Miami for a week, just took off, you know, a week, no problem. There's no like limits. There's so much freedom that we just kind of operate how we want to operate. And you just don't, get that in you know uh working experiences and i think now especially with you know my generation younger generations they're always looking to like what's best for me you know i'm not hop skip and jump to the best opportunity but like what about and you're able to right and and there's something to be said about that agency and taking your skills and um you know getting compensated for for the value you provide but also i wonder like what about building community what about building something long lasting something that goes deeper than an individual right i think that it it's it's not just about me, 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 me. It's like, what can I do for other people? How can I be a part of something bigger than myself? And um, working at Lincoln Station, it, it provides me that, you know, to know that I'm part of this uh, 20 plus year, you know, uh, tradition and culture. And uh, I don't want to see that go. And so I've, I've still been there. How much longer, I don't know. Like I I was kind of alluding to earlier, um, it's about learning, learning. And I've learned so much. How much more can I learn? I don't know. Um, So, I don't know. But I I do like it, I do like it. But uh, physically it's gotten harder and I, I swept out my shoes So I get, like, athletic shoes with, like, some cushioning on it, you know, some Nikes, some good Nikes. And then every three to four months, they, like, wear down. So I have to uh, get new ones. And then recently I I switched out, and it feels like I'm walking on a cloud when I'm working now. And so I I have a lot more agility. But, um, yeah. Yeah, dude, Lincoln Station. Lincoln Station forever. Uh, So grateful to be working there to have been working there and uh all the people i've met through it so many talented people so many awesome people and um it's cool it's a place for everybody and a place where everybody uh feels welcome and deserves to feel welcomed so that's the answer that's a long answer for three okay number four Take a sip of our margarita. Do you think the Bucks are going to repeat as champions? Great question, uh, Felipe. Is a Bucks fan? We went to a Bucks game earlier this season at uh, Pfizer Forum. I, uh, yeah, I mean, why not? What what is the evidence against it? Right, they're the defending champs. They have the best player in the world. They know how to win. And we saw, we watched game three earlier today against the Boston Celtics where they closed out last minutes. Giannis had 42 points, 12 rebounds, eight assists. We have that championship pedigree. Like what winning a championship does, it's like rewiring your brain and you know what's possible. You're not, you're no longer like chasing a championship, right? And like salivating for that championship title. No, like you've been there. You walk the walk. Like you're champions. And um I think that it certainly helps in close games and, and series and it's just like a confidence. Um and the only other team in this uh playoffs still is Golden State that also has that? Um, so I, I like my chances. I I don't listen again. These like all these talking heads. It's like every single game like overreacting to everything and all the the NBA is at a point where like the storylines are more captivating than the actual like games and results. But if you just going back to what we were saying earlier with the Packers, like being objective and looking at the results like the Bucks are the defending champs and we have the best player in the world like why would you bet against that so yes I think we will repeat as champions and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, another exhausting summer (laughs) of close basketball playoff basketball games Uh, I'm certainly sweating a little bit today but I'm, I'm calm though too so it's all good Okay, this is our last question. Thank you again to Felipe Hernandez for providing these questions. Uh, What are your plans? (laughs) Okay, what plans do you have for your vacation in Mexico? Um, So I was just in Miami and... uh, My passport expired in 2020 during COVID and I thought to myself, well, you know, like I'm not going to be traveling internationally anytime soon. So I kind of just like didn't really take care of it. And also like the money at the time, like, do I really want to, you know, invest money into the passport when I'm not going to be able to use it for like another, you know, at least year or two, Um, but recently... I renewed it. And this is because uh I want to take a trip to Mexico to uh visit Felipe's family. Uh so we got we got a passport that's good till uh 2023 now. Or not uh 2023. 2032. And I wanna check out Mexico. Um Man, Mexico is I mean the culture between the United States and Mexico, like there's such uh like uh, a brotherhood a relationship between the two um i had more discussions about limes and avocados today and the agriculture in california and mexico than i have in like three months <laughs> but uh uh yeah i want to check out mexico i want to check out the culture i want to see uh, felipe where where you're from and and experience it all and uh i'm excited as far as plans go i mean we gotta we gotta figure that out don't we we have to take the steps to do it i i'm thinking like late august august around there my passports are renewed. that was the big hurdle right so uh yeah let's make it happen and then we'll plan uh we've talked about this before but um gotta check out mexico city gotta uh Gotta go to the ruins. I want to see the ruins, and if we can swing Oaxaca, get some get some uh, some mezcal, you know. But also just um, just hang out, you know. <sighs> enjoy the world, enjoy life. And so that has been this episode of rich answers thank you again to felipe hernandez for providing these great questions it's been fun it's been fun so uh enjoy the rest of your day thanks for listening thanks for watching stay curious